Hello Gemini friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report, Gemini March 2021 Astrology Must Knows. I'm going to start off right from the beginning telling you how excited I am about March being my favorite month of the entire year of 2021. I'm going to explain to you all the reasons why so that you can be excited with me and we're going to talk about some things specific for Gemini as far as must knows. So the first thing to know is that we have a predomination of happy sweet aspects this month and this has not happened in a very long time and it's not going to happen for the whole rest of 2021. We have not had a ratio where we've had way more sweet aspects compared to salty ones in a while and boy has that ever shown up, right? That's why I talk about this because I noticed that looking at the ratio of sweet to salty aspects really does give us part of the story of what the month is going to be like, you know? And this month just has more sweet than salty in a big way, and even some of the ones that we could list as possibly having some issues being called salty, as I called them, even some of those could flip over to the plus side. So that would make it even more so. And I do have lots of more reasons why I love this month. Next is because even though we are still having a lingering and kind of moving into the backdrop effect of that outer planet clash in February of Saturn squaring Uranus, we don't have it in the forefront the way it has been and nor do we have any other outer planet clashes that are dominating this month. Planets that move very slowly and then form configurations that are challenging really set the tone for global challenges down to our individual level and we have seen that because 2021 we had a lot of those clashes and you see what the tone was for that year. We also had those clashes in January and February of 2021. And now here in March, we're finally getting a break from that and we'll definitely feel that as well. Another reason why I love, love, love this month and must know is that we are wearing off of the retrograde energies. If you are not familiar with personal planet retrogrades, personal planets are the ones that are closest to us that look like they're going backwards in the sky sometimes depending on where we're at in our orbit and they're at in their orbit. So Venus, Mercury, Mars, those are the inner planets that go retrograde. In 2020, we had the usual three Mercury retrogrades. Then we had Venus and Mars retrogrades. So we were very much inward and backward. Retrogrades tend to bring confusion, calling things into question, and the inability to make plans, not having all the information and not being able to see more than a couple of feet ahead of you. And so we had a brief opening from that, from the end of November, all of December, and the first half of January where we could put some things through, try to get some things in motion, um, but then we quickly slip back into the Mercury retrograde. Now, even though the beginning part of March we are lingering in the kind of wear off of these energies, as the month progresses, we are out of it. So as of mid-month for the rest of March and all of April and even part of May, we're not in the retrograde inward, backward, confusion, things being called into question type of energy. Okay, so that means that we will start to be able to make plans, especially as March goes on. We will start to be able to look further out than two feet from the front of us. And even though it's been a beautiful spiritual practice to not be able to plan for so long, because we've just had to be right here and right now, it does get kind of annoying to not have the option to kind of look ahead and get some things going. One of those areas that's going to start to be activated is travel, local travel and far away travel. And some of you might start to see this happening um, soon, this month, now. You might actually have this travel occurring or you might be starting to make the plans or you might be at least starting to see, wow, 
this is going to be possible at some point and you know it's not just going to be completely out of the question forever now of course this is going to manifest differently for different people at different times in different areas we do have karmic filters from our location and from our personal experience that filter you know these general transits have to go through these filters and so that's why not everyone's going to have that experience but the stars are definitely telling a story of an increase in likelihood of this occurring for many people so get your passport ready if you've been working on immigration issues you know those things might start to move forward anything having to do with you know you're getting a new car especially mid-month um mid-march and on and april you know, getting new devices, high levels of communication, things like that are going to be moving forward. Now there's one more thing that I really, really love about this month as to why it's my favorite month of the whole year. And that has to do with being in between, like the midpoints in between the eclipse cycles. If you haven't followed my work before or you don't know about eclipse cycles, I'll give you a very brief overview. Eclipses bring radical changes, crazy endings, crazy beginnings, and have some similarities to the retrogrades in the way that things get called into question and we don't always know what to do with the information that comes in and we sort of have a, have a little either excessive change that we can't control that's spiraling out of control or information that we can't move on because we don't have all the information yet. So it can be pretty intense. In November, December, and even into January, we were in that energy. And we're going to be in again in May and June and even a little bit towards the end of April. But... As we are here in March, we are free from that, okay? We don't have that extra thing going on to add to the general anxiety and agitation levels. So it's just a nice little safe, soft spot in between all of the times of intensity that we've been going through and that we're going to go through. Okay, so let's talk about some more specific things for Gemini. The first thing that's a must know for Gemini specifically has to do with Mars moving into your sign. This is one of the triggers for the travel that I talked about. And this is very personal for you because between Fe uh, uh, March and April, it's going to go through the sign of Gemini. So those of you who are in the first half of the month, so basically May born till around June, you know, um, fifth or so, you're going to have this energy occur in March. I'll tell you what exactly what you might see from this, but just to know you'll have your exact Mars bump then. And then for those of you who are like 15 degrees and later, the rest of the sign, you're going to have your exact connection in April. And if you don't know what your degrees are, um, that's why I'm going by birthday as well, then you can run a free birth chart online, which I always highly recommend that you can utilize what I'm offering you in deeper ways if you have some knowledge of other placements you might have in Gemini um, and what those degrees are. So a Mars bump to your placement can mean many different things. There are always spectrums between negative and positive of possible expressions, but Mars rules impetus, energy, it rules um, inspiration, it can rule arguments, it can rule force and assertion and aggression as well. So there could be points of conflict that come from that, but there also could be resolutions. There could be, you know, bouts of inspiration where something that you've been working on that needed a piece, just it just gels beautifully, or you get the motivation that you need, or 
what you need to do comes to you so that you can actually do it. You know, it's something along the lines of taking action, having things follow through, and having momentum occur. And that's going to be very notable. And it can be in any area of life, but the areas of health and wellness, your inner world, and also devices, communication, travel, um, anything having to do with writing, publishing, blogs, anything, you know, books, speaking, anything like that are definitely um, brought up in major ways. And also just your identity as far as how you know yourself as and how other people know you as. There might be a, you know, a cycle of rebirth around, you know, what people think you do or how you're walking in the world. And Mars can be bringing a lot of impetus to that. Okay, so there's something else that has to do with this, um, this energy of air that I want to talk about. And this has to do with Mercury continuing to move through Aquarius. Mercury went retrograde, now it's going direct at this point. And so for the second half of the sign, so basically those of you from around June 6th on, you're going to have an exact trine from Mercury. Now those of you who are before June 6th, you're having this happen too, but it's just happening um, in February. Okay, so everybody's going to, to have this happen, it's just a matter of when. And that's a trine with Mercury. And a, a trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. So a trine for Mercury can mean really important and great news that comes in. It can mean um, information that comes to you that makes something work out in a big way, like fills in a puzzle piece. It can mean something with your creative expression being known or acknowledged or coming to a, a sort, you know, a point of completion. It can also have to do with, again, with your mobility, you know, so something gelling as far as getting a device or as, you know, um, a car. There are really great points anytime in the month for this for you, but the, the retrograde post shadow period starts to fade the closer you get to mid month. And so, you know, if things aren't quite gelling before then, you might find that there's more flow at that time. Okay, let's see what else is happening. So as I've been talking about for a long time, things for Geminis are really, really active now because we're in the midst of a Gemini Sagittarius eclipse cycle. And whenever, and that started like before the midpoint of um, 2020, so for most of 2020, and now for all of 2021 into the very beginning of 2022 is when this is influencing. Eclipses are not points that you really see on the chart unless you run something in particular to try to run them. So if you were to look at a chart, you wouldn't see where the eclipse was. You'd have to manually kind of or mentally put that in. But one way you know what area of life the eclipses are working for you, and this is a, an amazing bomb that I've never dropped on you before, but for those of you who like to go deeper, you're going to love this. You'll know what eclipse cycle is in motion by looking at the north and south nodes in transit. Okay, so if you pay attention to the nodes at all, the north node represents your highest expression in this lifetime. The south node represents points of karma um, and for better and worse that you come in with, gifts you come in with, things you have to work through that you come in with, and that process of clearing out the karma to get to your dharma, your highest expression in this lifetime, is the storyline of the north and south node in your natal chart, in your transit chart, and the, that storyline is all the eclipses because the eclipses are working along this ecliptic path and that's what these these points are, are points in the ecliptic so 
you know, getting on track with your highest destiny is what's going on now for Gemini's. And this is definitely true this month as well. And because you do have um, Mars activating it now here as well, Mars is going to cross over the transiting North Node point of 12 to 15 degrees. If you are at 12 to 15 degrees, this is even more current for you now as far as what are you going to do with your life? What, you know, what is spirit trying to tell you? Um, what are the synchronicities showing you? And that those birthdays would be like June 2nd through June 5th and the days around there, you know, um, but all of you have this happening in the backdrop and it could be in the forefront and it's going to continue going on for the rest of 2021 into the beginning of 2022. So if you've ever had a time where you could get on track with your highest destiny and burn off karma, it would be now. Okay, so let's see what else we've got going on. Something else that's in a favorable angle, I'm gonna give you all your goodies first and then there's a couple of things to watch out for which I'll also mention later. We have a full moon in Libra happening on March 28th or March 29th, depending on your time zone. Now that's happening at eight degrees of Libra. If you know anything about the elements in astrology, Libra is also an air sign. I'm always chasing these trines. I call them astro kisses, chasing the favorable aspects to see where they're going to be because we want to know that, right? So having a full moon that brings completion, fruition, in some cases drama, a bringing to light, something in the energy of relationships because you know Libra rules relationships. This is happening and this will be happening at the end of the month. So you might see some notable relationship things going on. But specifically for Gemini's, this is also happening at a favorable angle for you. And the, those of you who are closest to eight degrees are going to feel this. So this is going to be basically all the May born and all the beginning of June. Um, but the closer you are to the last few days of May, the more intense this is going to be. But hear what I'm saying, sometimes um, some people miss this as I'm focusing on one area. All of you have the chance for the goodies. There's just more chance for an exact connection making it personal for you the closer you are to eight degrees or the end of May. Okay, so something else that I wanted to talk about is the predominance of Pisces planets um, this month because we have that. We have the Sun and Venus and then Mercury is going to move through Pisces. And in general, Pisces energies don't flow super well with Gemini. So you will feel that it will be annoying, you know, but we always have something like that coming up. But you'll see it, you know, your emotion or somebody else's emotion kind of interfering things, getting a little bit chaotic or confusing or nebulous. Sometimes the energies of Pisces, especially when it's in a, um, a square like this, can be like nebulous or confusing where you can't quite grab something, you know, but that's all going to start to shift in a big way come March 21st when we get out of the Pisces time and into the Aries time. The end of March and all of April are going to be a super prolifically awesome period for Gemini's in particular. This is separate from the beautiful aspects that I talked about for everybody happening in March um, and to some degree carrying over into April as well. Because when the planets get into Aries, they create another astro kiss with your placement. So you're going to have, you're, you're going to notice that as the month of March goes on, your the odds of having more ambition, having more inspiration, and having the physical energy or the support to pull through the things that have to be done will start to kick in. And you're going to become really, really, really motivated on a lot of fronts. You might become really motivated to fix your physical health, to um, 
get into a wellness routine, to you know, get really clear about what you want to do with your life, to ask for the raise, to you know, go for that dream job, to you know, expand your thinking a little bit bigger, and then take the actions to support making it happen. All of those types of things are things that are going to be accentuated by these placements. And you'll really feel the difference as the month goes on, shifting out of this kind of heavy emotional space um, into this space of action and certainty. So anything important you have to do as far as making plans will have more energy towards the end of the month and into April. The beginning part is more of a month to kind of consider, I mean, if an opportunity comes and it feels right, then go ahead and take it. But as far as you conjuring, trying to get things done, it's more of an internal process and an internal clearing. And, and then, you know, then it moves into the action space as the time goes on. Okay. Let's see what else I wanted to talk about there. Okay. So your work sector is going to be very much accentuated and that has to do with the careers and employments. So if you've been out of work, you might be in luck at this time. And certainly this is one of the best times of the year for anything great to happen with your work. Okay, so definitely look out for that. Also networking, friendships, anything having to do with your social groups, finding your tribe, people that speak your language and not literally like the language of your ethnicity, but just your language in life. Um, Anything having to do with your internet-based projects are all going to have extra focus at this time. Be extra careful when you're getting someone to help you with internet-based things or when you're getting involved with groups, because um, especially in the first three weeks of the month, because that Pisces energy can bring a little bit of not certainty or maybe not having all the information that you need to see if something or somebody is a perfect match for you. But the whole month is definitely really great for networking and you might find that if you need something, someone that you know can actually lead you to it rather than you just trying to research. Geminis are amazing researchers. Everybody that I know that has strong Gemini placements love to research things, they love to gather information, and they're usually really great at also disseminating information. So like taking it in and then giving it giving it out, you know, in a more understandable form. So that is fine and that you might find that's really really doing well you have like good research projects and things flowing with things that you're working on there but this is also a time to know that you might need somebody else to connect you connect the dots for you at this time and there's just a lot of energy around that okay so those are the things that are most on my mind and of course my favorite month of the year, definitely amazing chances for being super positive. You're entering a power period come the end of the month for your sign, and you're in the midst of a major longer term power period, so things are very exciting for Gemini at this time. I hope it works out beautifully well for you. Okay, so if you'd like even more information about the astrology ahead and how you can make the most of it, first go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll see a little note there that says, Dear Friend, I'm Annie Botticelli, and it will have a sign up right there on the front page. That's where you sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll want to sign up for this because you will get delivered into your inbox one month early each month my write-up, a comprehensive write-up of the month ahead, including all the sweet dates, all the salty dates, what you might expect with those, and lots of details about what you can expect for the month and what to be aware of and what to celebrate. Okay, while you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, click in the right top corner under blog, and I've got all different types of blogs, but of note here with this astrology forecast is my astrology blog, so you can check that out.
Then go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and note, note that in the notes underneath this video, if you click on the little more arrow underneath the video, it will reveal all of the, the notes with these actual links so that you don't have to just remember what I'm saying because they're all always underneath the video. So you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com, get my written horoscopes for each sign up one month early as usual. I like to give you time for planning. Also, I've got extensive different categories for healthy living and astrology kissed living. So herbal teas for each sign, yoga for each sign as the sun moves through the signs. So you'll want to check that out. It's a beautiful site. Then definitely also go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And check out the free courses that I have for you. And also you can see my paid courses. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, then wow, you should see what goes into my paid courses. You can check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. Even if you don't want to do astrology professionally, if you want to learn astrology because you love it and you want to learn how to use it for yourself, for your own self-development and help your family and friends, or if you do want to do it professionally, this course is crazy comprehensive and it will prepare you to do whatever you want to do with astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And the last thing is to make sure to get my book, my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's in every major bookseller. It all in every Barnes and Noble, every Books a Million in the whole United States. It's also everywhere extensively um, throughout the world. You can get it pretty much anywhere. And it will help you to do just that, align with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's a very comprehensive book. And you'll go back to it time and time again for resources on how to use all of the astrological potentials in the best way. You can get it on Audible, you can get it on ebook, and you can get the beautiful hardcover version. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!